What I want to talk about today is a phrase that I feel is very commonly misconstrued. And that phrase is, hey man, just go with the flow. Listen, if you're not a dead fish, homie, you should not be going with any flow. Hey, it's J-Rom. Thanks for tuning in to Your Universal Mind, the transmitter to the universe. So I feel that the idea of going with the flow is rooted in a very, very positive message. And that is, a lot of times in life, you're not in control of many things that happen around you. The problem is that even though you don't have control of your surroundings, you do have control of your thoughts and yourself. So to go with the flow pretty much means that, hey, I'm going to relinquish my control so that whatever is happening around me is going to determine my fate or my outcome. And this is inherently discouraging because if you allow other things to control your actions, then you're giving up a really strong power, which is within yourself. And also you're kind of letting the mediocrity of the world determine your future, which is for sure going to be something that you're not happy with because let's face it, unless you go out and create your own life or do things that you want to do, you're going to be less than satisfied than with what's been going on in your life. So let's dissect the analogy that I made at the beginning of the episode. The analogy of a dead fish going with the flow. Now, if you are a dead fish, which obviously you're not since you're able to listen to this podcast, that means that you relinquish all control that happens in your environment and kind of go with everything. Now, to some degree, this helps reduce anxiety because you're taking accountability off of yourself and saying, you know what, everything's going to happen no matter what I feel or say or do. So I'm going to accept whatever fate that becomes my way. The problem with this is if you think of a dead fish, a dead fish will go with the flow all the way to the ocean. And then you know what happens to carcasses, right? Carcasses get eaten alive or sorry, dead in the ocean by scavengers. And if you relinquish this control that you have within you, over your life and let other scavengers come into your life and take the energy and the nutrients from what you once were, a vessel containing a soul, then you're not going to be able to pretty much live and actualize the life that you want to live. Now, compared to a fish that's alive, which is more similar to you, at least it has a pretty much a life and the ability to navigate through the waters, regardless of how vast the ocean is or how powerful the current is, and at least realize, hey, I can go get food here or I can mate with this fish or I can do anything else besides just flowing and becoming a carcass for somebody to eat. And even though, yes, live fish get eaten by bears or other predators, there's a huge difference. At least it was done on its own terms, right? And in life, that's the same thing that we have, the same analogy for humans, right? Not everybody has the same opportunities, but at least you're given that life so that you can have a chance in overcoming your abilities or your disabilities, overcoming your insecurities and kind of making that path for yourself to realize that at the end of the day, when we're all going to go into the grave and everybody dies, that you had the ability to navigate your life at the cost of your own soul, really. So yes, the ocean is vast and yes, life can be pretty long and there's a lot of variables that happen that we're not in control of, but the biggest thing we have control over is our perspective and our self-awareness. The self-awareness is that ability for you to think about you thinking about something else. That's crazy. That's like a next level inception thing that I can't even explain besides beyond the words of inception and self-awareness. That's, that's such a crazy theory if you think about it. 
thinking about thinking about yourself, right? The soul, what you want to do with your life. These things are much bigger than your environment. And as long as you continue and work at those goals and chip away, you begin, you begin to create momentum in your life, okay? So, your soul, the thing that wants to express itself. If you first realize that, look, I will not give my self-control or my being or whatever I am within me, I will not relinquish that, my own identity, over to somebody else who's going to decide for me. I'm not going to relinquish myself to my environment. Then you become powerful. Then you become accountable. And then you have within your hands the ability to create, to go forth and see whatever your neocortex wants to realize into this world. Because that is what the world needs today. It needs the ability for people with great artistic skill and compassion to come forth, overcome their self-doubts and their disbelief in themselves, and to pretty much contribute to the world. It's crazy. It's astounding how many people I know in my personal life who are just amazing at one particular thing that that is masterful. And I look up to these people. These are the people, when you say a master, masterful writer or a masterful baker, there are people that come into my head at that level who don't believe in themselves. They don't believe that they're able to manifest that future for themselves and they have to sit at a, at a they have to sit at the desk of a shitty job and go and deal with the abuse that their bosses and the people around them give them. No. No, no, no. That's what I'm here to do today to help you stop that mindset, to help you understand that look, yes, that might be your current situation today, but you need to take those big steps and those actions to not go with the flow, but to create the flow, okay? The same energy that moves the planets and the stars in the cosmos is vested within you. So what you need to do is to express that self. You are, you are a piece of the universe expressing itself. Don't think of everything anything less than, okay? There's a famous quote by Rumi, a Middle Eastern, very famous, very old poet that passed away many years ago. And it says that you are not a drop in the ocean but you are the entire ocean in a drop. What this means is that, first of all, don't compare yourself to the ocean because the ocean is vast. Yes, we can comprehend it as being so much bigger in a volume sense than us, but our own universe is contained within our mind. Our experiences, our beliefs, the people that we meet, the things that we do, the places that we go eat, just every single experience in our life is our experience of the world that we live in. And that's why it's important to communicate with people around us so that we get the perspectives from other people of how the world actually is. And the more we communicate, the more we express, the more we interact with one another with compassion and kindness, we will be able to see the world in a much bigger scale than just from our own perspective, which is very limited if you think about it. If anything, please understand that we are not meant to go with the flow. Because there is movement within us, and that is the soul. Whenever we connect with someone, whenever someone smiles, whenever we see an act of kindness, there is something within us that moves. And that is the movement that you know is going to be the flow that you need to create. Going with the flow is what dead fish do. It is not the phrase you want to live your life with because it lacks accountability, it lacks direction, and you will get eaten up by other scavengers who want your energy as a carcass. Create the flow. Follow the passion, that genius within you, that ability to create and to not doubt yourself and not to listen to the naysayers. Don't listen to other people who are going with the flow. You are not one of them. You are the one, you are the one creating the river in which other people might be going into the flow with. 
But for you, you listening right now, you need to create. And through the creation, through your hands, through action, through execution, through words, to expressing what's in your head to the world, you create a movement. And that movement is the flow that we need to talk about. The flow that needs to change and revolutionize the world that we're living in because the world needs it. One famous person that I really, really enjoy listening to old interviews and books is Bruce Lee. And since we're talking about water, why not talk about Bruce Lee? Bruce Lee talks about being like water. You must be like water because water can flow and water can crash. He never says you need to go into the water. You need to be water. So if you are going with the flow, you need to be the flow. That expression, the ability to become great at anything requires you to practice, practice, practice. Do it a hundred times. Do it a thousand times. And maybe from those thousand times, you'll get a few pieces of artwork that is amazing. But unless you practice it, you cannot become a master of it. And we need masters of compassion and kindness and genuine individuals, because that is what it will take to change the society that we live in and to solve a lot of systemic problems that we have today. All right. Well, I wanted to take some time today on this episode to start a new section in my podcast, and that is question and answer. Many of you, my friends, have requested that I should do a question and answer section, and I think that is amazing because I want to hear from you I want to hear what you're doing, what inspires you, what moves you, what motivates you. And I want to share that with the world, share it with the people listening so that perhaps they too can find motivation in their lives and make a difference and create a better future. So my question for today is, when was the last time you were inspired in your personal life? And what was it? Thanks for listening. It's J-Rom. See you on the next cast. Thank you.